0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Father, i got to glorify you, Father. Lord, I just already feel your presence, Father God. And Lord, Father God, I just thank you, dear God, for each and every brother and sister that have come together tonight in love and unity, dear God, and that truly have an understanding of what it truly means to be a pioneer, Father God. Lord, Father God, we just ask for your anointing tonight to lead us and to guide us, Father God. Lord, just let self move out of the way to any distractions. I come against any plans that the enemy may have for the airways, Father God. We're just okay. finding it out there, God, and we're just asking that you lead and that you have your way, Father. I just feel your presence, Father, and I thank you for an opportunity dear God, to work with all these people, God. And Lord, take us forth and let us reach more and more people. Wrench us out for Jesus, Father God. I just give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. Amen. I'm just so Amen, moved right now. Mother. That song blessed me so much. And I just, I love to worship. I have a heart for worship. And I want to tell you something, brothers and sisters and all my faithful listeners, you've got some Holy Ghost anointed. Dedicated, Mm. pulled out men and women of God on tonight, and I'm just so excited to have them all on. And I, I want to welcome Jennifer. And I, God connected us in an amazing way. She was obedient. She stepped out. That's how it is with me in the radio and stuff. God will shine a light on people. And you will know that you're to reach out to them. And she did in obedience. We talked for four hours on the phone and we didn't even realize how much time it went by. <laughs> Hallelujah! But um, I welcome Jennifer Butler on tonight. And pi- her ministry is amazing. Her prayer line is. But I want to share a little something with our listeners that I'm going to welcome Jennifer on. And we're just going to let go and let God. But a lot of people, I don't think they truly have an understanding of what it means for a pioneering ministry to be a pioneer. A pioneer are actually people that are called by God who are the first to see and creatively respond to the Holy Spirit's initiative with those outside the church. They gather Mm. others around them as they seek to establish new contextual Christian communities. Praise God.
0: Mm. And you may ask, what
1: do pioneers do? Pioneering is about first, being the first to lead ministry into new places, for and with others, pioneers must be able to see a new future, and skills and gifts needed to make it a reality now. Pioneers connect with people outside of church, creating new ways of doing church together in their community. Pioneers are leaders of innovation with a gift for seeing what God is doing and responding creatively to it. Praise God. That, that's exciting to me. And one of the things that's so important, if, if you really listen and pay attention to that, is they're spirit-led. They're, when, if the Spirit's telling them to go left, they're not going to take a right, brothers and sisters. And that's what Jennifer's doing and all of my brothers and sisters on tonight. They are spirit-led. When you're in the Holy Spirit and you let go, when God leads you into something and you step out in faith, He's calling you to be a pioneer. He knows who he can trust to take to newer and bigger places to use for his glory that will humble themselves before him. And I have my beautiful sister on tonight that is just that lady, Jennifer. I welcome you on tonight. And I'm going to start with you by asking you, how did Pioneer Ministries come to be? How did it, what, what, uh, how was it, Berg? That's the word I'm trying to, I'm so excited. I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs)
2: It, it's funny because, you know, I I journaled, um I journal I wrote everything down for for several years. So, you know, as I as I really surrendered and laid down my life um for the Lord, um it just kind of uh, I guess what what one would call a scribal anointing just kind of like fell and I just wrote everything down and, and a lot of times some of it didn't make sense to me, but you know, when the Lord is revealing to us, He reveals to us, you know, a portion at a time. And then he'll lead us to connect with other people that also have a portion of that puzzle. And that really is how uh Pioneer Ministries was birthed. I just um really uh became so devout in just listening for the prompting of the Holy Spirit, being first John two twenty seven. And, and really kind of um, I guess just like tuning in to what the spirit of the Lord was saying, even despite what some of the body and more of a religious spirited setting um, they were they were saying, you know. So that's really um, was a, it was a huge leap of faith um, and. I just give all the glory and the honor to God for what he's He's done. Um, and, you know, it's very interesting to me because as soon as you started describing what a pioneer was, I promised myself that I wouldn't get on this radio broadcast and start crying. <laughs> but as yeah. soon as the song came on and as soon as you started giving the description of who we truly are, it just brought me to tears. Um I prayed over my Bible, uh, and, I, and I love to pray over the, my Bible and just ask God to guide me to where he wants me to be. And it was right on time. Um, in my side note, uh, in my Bible, it says, it's time to rise and get your shine on. And Amen. it's right next to Isaiah chapter 60. And it says, arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. And that's really what I believe that the Holy Spirit is saying to all of the bride is to... Stand firm in our faith um, because it is time to rise and to go out and to let the light of Christ shine through us out for all to see.
1: Praise God. That is so true. And I've been noticing more and more that he's raising up warriors, Jennifer. He He knows who has that willingness and that walks by faith, not sight, that's armored up and ready to stand up against the enemy. I see him bringing armies together in so many ways. And that's what he's even been doing in your ministry because all the different people on the prayer line, I'm hearing such powerful testimonies come from the prayer line. I know the night I was on, I look forward to being on again. I'm going to tell you something. Everyone offers you love and support. Everybody was, everyone was just together in love and unity, and when they pray, they believe, and when people pray in faith, and they let the spirit lead, that's when you see people healed, delivered, and set free, and that's what my heart is. I want to see people more the love of Jesus. I, I'm willing to go wherever he calls me. I'm ready to go, and if, if I know it's him calling, I'm going to say yes. I want, his, I want it to be his yes, not mine, and if he says no, I know there's a reason, and that's part of learning to be in pion- being a pioneer, because you have to have that willingness. And I know that's something you have. You're you're up all hours of the night. I know many nights the the prayer line goes for hours on end, and it takes dedication in in doing something and really wanting to be dedicated to be a pioneer. What is something that you would suggest, Jennifer, for people? to do like how to prepare if they feel like God's calling them into a pioneer ministry or he's calling them to evangelize whatever it may be um
2: well first i, I just believe that you know becoming um you know getting really really just into the word and going deeper with the lord Um, and, and forming a good, uh, I guess like a good schedule, you know, like have a certain time where you get up and you are, um, dedicated to getting into the word, really building a more intimate relationship with the Lord. Um, but even more so taking what we learn from the Bible and what we desire to, Uh, to hear from God and and pray and wait for his answers, but taking the things that we learn about relationships and applying them to our brothers and sisters in Christ. So, you know, we want to reach out. We want to evangelize. We want to go out into the highways and the byways as pioneers, and we want to reach the lost. We want to go out and find those people that don't know God and take those things that we've learned and just allow the love of Christ to come out of us and reach out to a lost and dying world. And that's really um, our goal as pioneers is that we're all different. We're all different. We're all different from different backgrounds. But the one thing that bonds us together is having the heart of the father and the love of Jesus Christ. And, That's what it's all about is that it doesn't matter if they're, and this may sound very cliche, but it doesn't matter if they're a tax collector or if there's someone that, that is homeless on the side of the road, be able to treat everyone the same by showing them, um, love by really applying the word of God to our relationships. And that is like pulling heaven to earth. Um, We pray a lot, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's just a prayer that we pray all the time. But what are we truly doing? And that's a question that comes to mind quite often. Um, You remember the bracelet that said WWJD, what would Jesus do? That's really what um, I think all of us, Lisey, Christy, um, Austin, Jeff, all of us, um, and many, many others that have come in on the prayer line, that's really what we're trying to do is just walk um, on this path, becoming more in the likeness of Christ and being able to, um, being able to share that love that we receive from him through his word out to um,
1: those that don't know him. Praise God. I think of Philippians 2, too. too. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind, and that is so yes. important that if we're wanting to be in ministry, we need to be willing to do that because we need to we need to open up and love people. You and I were talking about that the other day, Jennifer, with Dipsy, and there's different ones I work with in Pakistan, Africa, like China, um, India, all over. If we have a willingness just to love them like Jesus and not want to push them away because where they're from. I'll tell you what, it's been some of the greatest blessings in my life, opening my heart up and just loving people from other nations, and they pray for me, they work together with me on the radio, it's just, it's exciting to see the hunger that's in other parts Mm -hmm. of the world, and that's something you do as well, you don't push people away because of where they're from, and sadly, there's so many that do that, or sadly, people will push people away because... Maybe they have an addiction, or maybe it's how they dress, or there's so many different ways why people get rejected, but that's not why Jesus came. He came for everyone, and he came for the sinners and the broken, and that's why it's so important to have men and women like you and myself and others I work with that are teaching people the true message of the cross. They're letting people truly know how to love people like Jesus. They're not sugarcoating things. And they teach with a love and boldness where they know the truth and they don't go to hell, but at the same time, not condemning in judgment. And that takes a lot of maturity and being in the word and growing in your relationship with Christ. And one thing I know, girl, you could testify to this too. A lot of people think, and I know the others on the line too, you might want to ask one of them, but a lot of people think when you get in ministry work and you start doing things for the Lord, it's all lollipops and rainbows. And I, I'm one myself that can testify to that. But you as well, Jennifer, know that you're going to get you're going to get persecuted. The enemy's going to attack, try to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's something I know in my life I've dealt with. But I know yourself you've been through that. And with some words that you would encourage people in regards to that, when those attacks come, you know, how, how have you dealt with those with yourself and your own ministry? So I
2: think I'm going to hand this question off to Lisi. Um, her and I have both uh, been facing, and actually Christy, too, if you guys want to just kind of, Lisi, um, you answer, and then Christy. Um, but we've all been, you know, through the ups and the downs, and knowing that the trials are going to come. Um, but as much as I tell the people on the prayer line when they come on, you know, as long as our fruit stays intact, that Jesus will always have our back. Um, Amen. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this one off to Lisey.
3: Hi. Um, I think for me, um, what I've just learned over this time is that I just have to keep my hand to the plow, so to speak. Um, Because most of the time, you know, the enemy comes and she's trying to um, knock our breath out. You know, he's trying to um, discourage us. And I mean, like it's one thing behind the other. And as Jennifer said, we're all kind of going through even a trial and tribulations right now. But what I've learned is I've got to stay in the word. I have got to find scriptures that will speak to my soul when I'm going through these, um, when I'm going through these ups and downs, because without the word of God, I'm going to sink you know, without having the, the word to hold on to, I'm going to break down. So for me, it's been staying in the word, um, finding specific scriptures that um, help me remember that God is God and I am not. And that no matter Mm -hmm. what the enemy brings, um, I have the authority because it was given to me through Jesus. So one of my scriptures that I always stand on is Luke 10 and 19 um, that tells me that Jesus imparted his authority into me and that no weapons of the enemy can harm me. So I always remind Mm -hmm. myself of that. And I always remind myself that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You know, John 8 and 36, he freed me a long time ago. So now the enemy can't do anything to me. So what I do is I just stay in the word and I keep myself reminded who I am. I'm God's daughter. Um, you know, the enemy is under my feet, not, you know, so that's what, for me. That's what I do. I stay in the word. I keep myself encouraged. Um, I stay in prayer. Um, I do a lot of intercession, a lot of praying. So that's, that's been what's gotten me through so far.
4: Mm. God. Amen. Lisa. Yeah. Good word. I um I agree that the word is important. The Lord has shown me um, the testimony.
0: um,
4: So what he was showing me is go low, basically. Whenever the flood comes at me from the enemy, I go low. I just go lower and lower and say, wait a minute, Lord, show me what you're showing me here. Because what he's shown me is that the more I go under him, the more I come under him, as Lisa was saying, getting in the word, um, getting into worship, getting into praise. I do a lot of effort at praise and worship and just proclaiming his deity in the midst of that because he is God and we are not, as Lizzie said. And Psalm 4610, which is be still and know that I am God, is one that I hold on to a lot, um, because the actual root meaning of that is just surrender, just quiet yourself, cease striving, and just be still, and not respond, not react, not defend, just go low and trust him. Because what I found is that, in the midst of that, we're actually building authority. And when I choose to surrender and yield to the Holy Spirit and yield to his gentleness and his meekness while standing, mind you, I'm not like just going under. I'm standing against it because I'm not, I'm not acknowledging the power it has over me because God has more power. And so when we stand and notice what's happening and recognize what's happening, but don't give it power. Just go low and come under God again then we build our authority in the heavenly places and it strengthens us for the next time and it gives us a sense of inner peace that's absolutely unshakable, like how Jesus who slept in the boat during the storm. The storm could not take him out because he was at peace because as Lisa said, he understood his authority and he knew who he was and who he was. And so, you know, in Ephesians 1 and 3, it says that we have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. That means everything we need is within us. So we just have to come under and listen even more closely, press in even more deeply to receive what God has for us in this moment, because whatever is coming against us is what he's allowed. And we have to remember his sovereignty. And if he's allowed it to come in, there's a blessing for us within it and something that will glorify him. And then later on down the road, we will use it to overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony from that season.
1: Wow. That's powerful. Amen. Amen.
2: Hmm.
1: Wow, that just truly blessed me. But that's what I'm saying. I love when the the leading of the spirit just moves upon people and and leans in. It's so beautiful how you all work together and you love and respect each other. And and when she was talking about the having your hand on the plow and not looking back, Luke nine and sixty two says Jesus replied, "No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom." And when a person really goes into depth with that, they would truly have an understanding, and that would be a great teaching, what that truly means. And that's what I was going to ask you, Jennifer. Do you want to kind of elaborate a little bit what that means? Because some people are new in Christ, and some people don't truly understand what that scripture means, or if you want one of the other ones to leave, what what that scripture really means when Jesus said, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Well, you know,
2: I, for me, I know that plowing forward and just staying so focused on Christ. Um, there's one thing though about that scripture is that, you know, God brings us out, you know, he brings us out and, He brings us into a wide open space. And he develops us and he prunes us and he fine tunes us. He takes us through the fire. Um, We have been molded, shaped, um, at times shaken. Um, But the one thing is, is that none of us have arrived yet. So for me, keeping my hand to the plow just means for me to stay so focused on Christ that I'm not looking back. It's kind of like when Lot's wife looks back, to turn into a pillar of salt. We want to keep our flavor, but we we don't want to turn into a pillar of salt. Um, Come on, girl. But there are people, there are people, and this is something that um, has just really been resonating in me that there are people who that are brothers and sisters in Christ that they are a piece of the puzzle. And they've been hidden too long and they've been in the cave too long and they've been in the background too long. And just because we plow forward and we are going into the frontier doesn't mean that there aren't people that we can pull up to the front with us. Um, I think for far too long, it gets to be where, you, you know, the platforms that people have have almost turned into a stage. And, God is saying, get off of my platform. <laughs> so that's why, that's why at Pioneer <laughs> Ministries, that's why we've all come together. And I, and I called them at the last minute. It took nothing. They, each individual person that's on this line has been pioneering for a long time. And they've been waiting patiently. But some of the people that are on this line have been in the background. They've stayed in the background, and God is saying, you've been plowing, and you have stayed so focused on me that it's time for you to come from the background to the forefront. It's time for those that have been hidden to come out of the cave. Come on, girl. All of us, <laughs> all of us are the, all of us, and, and I, I watched something one day, and, and, and the analogy that was given was just amazing. So when we put together a puzzle, if we have a 5,000-piece puzzle, and my mind is always on 5,000. I guess it has to do with the two fish and five loaves. But anyways, that's supposed to be funny. Um, So if we're doing a 5,000-piece puzzle, right, each each piece is cut different. Each piece has – one piece may be an outside piece, and it may have, you know, a right angle or a left angle on it. One piece may have – Three pieces where there's connectors that go into them. You know, all of us have been cut different. All of us have gone through different trials. All of us have um, had issues, um, you know, throughout the generations. But the one thing that all of us have in common and the one thing that bonds us together is Jesus. And Amen. it takes Amen. every single one of us. Every single one of us coming together. Everyone that is involved with the prayer line, they all have their own ministry. They all have their own ministry. You know, it's yes, we're pioneer ministries. But the thing is, is that we can all come together and we can plow and we can bring those other people who have been in the background for far too long into the place that God wants for them that he and then, has preordained and predetermined and predestined for their lives. So as far as that scripture goes, we will forever keep our hands to the plow. We will never look back because we're never going to go back to where we came from because each of us has had a journey, all of us different journeys. Some of us have had similar journeys. And that is how the Holy Spirit prompts us to extend grace and mercy and have compassion for our other brothers and sisters so that we can console them, we can counsel them, and we can get them so focused on Christ that they, too, have their hands to the plow, they're gathering the flock into the fold, and they are moving forward into what God has planned and purposed for their lives.
1: Praise God. When you were talking about coming out of the, ga- uh, the cave, That takes me to the night you and I talked because I shared with you for I knew that I had gifts in my life and I was on fire for God. And he was he's always been my number one. But when when my mom died with cancer in 2017, I took care of her for two years before that. And I'm not going to lie, watching someone you love so much, you sometimes, you can pray and I walked by faith and I stood by her, but at times I felt so helpless and broken and it drained me. And I got in the cave for a while, Jennifer. I I was setting myself in because I was hurting. My mom was my ministry partner. We we worshiped and sang together. We used to travel on the road in a gospel band. She went to all the Mm -hmm. Revival's in Kentucky and Tennessee. But I became a person I didn't like anymore. Someone that I didn't know. Like that joy, like I was hiding back. I I was in the cave mm-hmm. the night God had you talk to me. And man, after that night, you and I prayed together, and I really started pushing in. And I, instead of looking back, I was starting to look ahead. And I think I knew mm-hmm. God was calling me out of the cave, Jennifer. I felt the power of God moving that night. My husband even seen a different countenance on me and God has been healing my heart and I can oh, look at mom's picture now and not start to cry and I can be joyful thinking of things we did together before i would shut down and one of the things god spoke to through you to me that night prophetically and i will not forget it that he was starting to heal the sorrow in my heart it was a time for him to do that it was that season and i know i made my mom a promise that i would keep singing and evangelizing and doing the radio and i'm not gonna lie it was one of the hardest things i ever had to do after losing her because She, along with my husband, but my mom since my my early age has taught me, she taught me to be a woman of faith. She would push me. She would encourage me. And when you lose someone so strong in your life like that, that at every turn is there supporting you, that's a huge loss. So it put me in a bad place, but praise (laughs) be to God. That God brings people in our life. Hallelujah. I glorify him for that. To say, hey, you need to, you need to wake up. You need to come out the cave. You need to get your hand back on the plow and get going. Because God called me to be a pioneer. And doing the radio. Mm-hmm. The, the but sometimes we get into places. We're only human. He tells us we will all fall of the, uh, short of the glory of God. He knows that we're flesh. Mm-hmm. And he can understand our pain. He, Jesus himself was tempted by the enemy. God understands the loss because he had to watch his son be sacrificed on the cross. So a lot of times people need to understand and see God more as their father, that he understands our pain, that he has compassion for us, and he wants to help us to heal. And praise God for our connection, Jennifer, because God God used you to open a door for my healing and To be able to get on with life and not feel guilty for living and for being joyful because I was to a point where I felt guilty because my mom had passed away that I was smiling or laughing and I know there's probably others that can relate to that kind of grief but then the spirit started reminding me my mom's in my future she's not in my past I'm gonna see my mom again one day her spirit is with the Lord and that's what's keeping me like that's where God's got my mind at now don't be looking back there's no future in the in the past you start moving ahead let the spirit lead be healed and it's not my burden to carry. Jesus went to the cross and I've just laid it all down at the crosses that night, Jennifer. And I feel like I'm even a better person than I was before as as mm-hmm. I, I feel fresh. I feel new oil. I feel new anointing. I've been having more vivid, uh prophetic visions and there's things mm-hmm. you and I have talked about where God showed me like tumors and people and various things. And you've helped to mm-hmm. encourage me in that as well. You' God used you to pull me out of the cave, so I thank God for that. And um, and I know that all of you have impact on other people's lives because I I get to hear the prayer lines. I've heard Jeff on there, and he, every person on here, honestly, are always so welcome and loving. And you, what's so beautiful, you encourage each other like on the group chat for Pioneer Ministries, or when it's on. You all work together. You truly do as the hands and feet of Jesus. It's it's not about one or anybody being puffed up. You all have the same focus and mission, and that's to see people healed, delivered, set free, to have salvation. And you, I'm just I think it's beautiful what God's doing, and I truly thank God for allowing me to be a part of getting to know all of you. And I know you said each one on here tonight. Each has their own ministry, and I'd love to give people an opportunity, if that's okay with you, Jennifer, if you want to lead yes. them just to tell a little bit about their ministries and what they do, because I think it's important for people to see, like you said, how people do have their own ministry, God's called them to, but you can come together in one mind and one accord, and you can be kingdom yes. builders and to be used for God's glory. So that that's something I think would be beautiful to know about what God's doing in their ministries outside of this combined one.
2: Yeah. So, um,
1: um, Austin Braddock, are you on?
5: Yes, ma'am, I am.
2: Okay, well guess what? You get to answer the question first.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gee, <that's...
0: laughs> oh, so man. I'll give a
2: brief I'll give a brief description of Austin. So with Pioneer Ministries, there have been several people that have really just You know, fill the gap. Um, Again, you know, I can admit that my brain goes 5,000 miles a minute, but people like Lisey and Jeff and Austin and Christy and several other people, um, a a woman that we're interviewing next week or in two weeks on this broadcast, Jennifer Foster, so many people have really just stepped up and just really filled the gap. so many times just allowing me to be a sounding board for all of these ideas. And what they don't know that I haven't confessed to them is that I prayed for a long time. Lord, just send me a team. Send me the dream team, the team that I have dreamt of and each individual that has, has come um, and you know, they volunteer their time. Everybody that prays on the prayer line, They they all volunteer their time. They do it because they have an attitude of servitude. You know, they're so grateful to God that they can serve. And um, I I just love each and every one of them. Um, Austin Braddock is an amazing evangelist. Um, He plays keyboards. He has a huge call in his life. Um, and I'm just so excited that we can all come together and have the opportunity to praise God and worship him together and pray for people and allow for healing and deliverance. So Austin, I'll let, um, I'll let you now tell, um, Montel and, and the listeners a little bit about, um, how you serve God.
5: Well, um, Hey, I'm Austin Braddock. um, um, 24 years old. I'm from a small town of Baldwin City, Kansas. I serve God by uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, That looks like walking up to strangers and giving them an encouraging word. Um, That looks like encouraging Jennifer at any point during the day. Um. I will admit, I don't have an official ministry, but you don't need to have an official ministry
2: to have a ministry. Yeah.
5: Let me repeat that. You don't need an official ministry to have your own ministry. Mm-hmm. Because we're constantly being refined in the fire. We're constantly receiving from... People like Jennifer, Christy, uh, Lisey, and we're constantly giving to others, either by prayer, uh, praying for people, giving them encouraging words. Um, I will tell you, uh, God's given me some ideas of what I'm supposed to do, um, uh, as a general, and minister as as a general rule in ministry, you will minister to people that you walked the same path through. Uh, a little bit about my testimony is um, I was am I, I'm on the autism spectrum, but was never fully diagnosed. Because I've lived with a disability, I'm going to be able to minister to others who have disabilities. And I believe I'm called out of humility to train, equip, set free, and release a genre of people who have been looked down upon and been an afterthought of society ever since day one of creation. And uh, that's a special needs community. And so as this prayer line is evolving, I'm being trained and equipped through experiences. Um, and that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, I'll be being interviewed on, on October 3rd, and I'll go into more details. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. Back to Jennifer in the studio.
0: <laughs> he handled that quite well. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: so, um,
2: I think uh, I think Jeff. Um, so, I'll, and I'll give a brief de- description of Jeff. So, Jeff has consistently um, been a part of of our lives and. Um, there were many times um, in the beginning he would, I I would share something and he would say, have you read Oswald Chambers today? And I'm like, "Uh, no, why? And he was like, because you're directly in alignment with his, like what you're sharing is exactly what Oswald Chambers devotional is for today. So he's been a huge part of my growth um, in the Lord and um, I actually, I believe, opened him up to really um, just having the joy of Jesus and just following the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So where he was more doctrinally sound, I was more, come on, Jesus, Joy. Um, but he has, uh, he has uh, uh, done ministry with Kairos in the prisons. Um, and and several other different facets with prayer meetings and stuff like that. So, Jeff, um, would you mind sharing a a little bit about what you've done um, serving?
6: No. Can you all hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, so thank you, Jennifer. And Jennifer is a true blessing in my life, just like she is in, in all of yours now, and um, it, it always takes more than one person to really activate your faith and, can, and and to activate your growth. So no matter how old or how young you are, um, there's always somebody coming in your path, somebody coming in your life that, that, can, that God's going to put there to encourage you to change and to grow. And so part of my growth has been I've done a, over 20 years of – actually 25 years of jail and prison ministry in – um, ministering to the incarcerated in the prison ministry was, is, was very intense for me and it's a huge blessing because Jesus calls us to be the servant of all and the least and to go into prison and minister to people especially because I'm a little bit older than most of those guys you have to be able to gain their trust you have to be able to read them and they read you and so the Lord the only way you can do that is if you're in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is living in you as Jesus is living in you. and It's just been mind-boggling to see when we go in on the 40th weekend, the Holy Spirit comes in, and the presence is so heavy, and you can feel it. And the excitement, just like when we were starting tonight, just the excitement and the and the awe and wonder of the Lord um, calling us all together, just like we've been talking about. I've been hearing tapestry and woven all week now, and we're woven together as one, or Psalm 133, is the oil drips off, the deep drips off the beard of Aaron, and it's just mind-boggling how the Spirit just lined us all up, and so he sent me to prison for training, and, and um, you spoke earlier about, you know, we have to go through training, and we have to go through life experiences, and part of that for me was, I was very excited when I'm was first saved and overwhelming people like we probably all do. And um, I got to learn the hard way that that's not a good thing all the time, right? And so you have to temper uh, your love for Jesus, not in the sense that you have to not always speak salt and light, but you just have to calm yourself down because the self gets in the way there. And so by going into prison, it was really reinforced for me to be the servant of all and the least, and out of that, um, I really grew amazingly, and I, I watched so many people in that ministry, just like in our prayer ministry, people, you watch people grow as they go deeper and deeper, and I love Psalm 42 as deep calls to deep, and why does my soul cry out? Um, but the Lord calls us, tells us don't be sad, don't be distraught have hope in me, and um, the hope that you find in when people are given the opportunity to love Jesus or given the opportunity to see something a little bit differently, and you open your minds together, and the Lord works among us. And we all have miracle testimonies that just could go on and on and on because the Lord – like you said, I love what you said about pioneering. Pioneering is being the first, having vision, having the Lord in your heart. Jesus and God in there, cleaning things up for you and giving you vision to look ahead, um, and to see what's ahead, and to and to plan with God for what's ahead. Because He clearly tells us how foolish it is if we don't plan with Him. When we plan without Him, we are set for failure. But He says when we plan with Him, He will bless us in everything that we've ever needed. It's like Christy said in Ephesians one, we've been blessed with everything in the heavens that we need. With abundant joy and abundant love and abundant spirit. So Jesus has really changed my heart. And in the ministry that I've been involved in has been put on hold. It can't go in because of COVID. But the Lord's filling it with the prayer line and Zoom conferences and new people. And the, our, this prayer line is so exciting because there's so many new people who are so filled with the spirit. And every night we're at the end of our rope and somebody comes on in dire need, in dire need of hearing the love of Christ. And so we get to share that love with them. And that's just a huge blessing for them and for us together because then we minister to them, they minister back to us. And that's probably enough. Thank you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Lisey, do you want to share some about your ministry?
3: um sure um basically now what I'm doing is um i'm kind of in the same place that austin is i have yep. the i have the name for the ministry i have the vision um kind of like Jeff in a way um I know jail ministry is part of it um working with um people with addiction because mm-hmm. that's my background
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um street ministry so mm-hmm. right now um just doing a lot of prayer trying to find the the right route that the Lord wants me to take but definitely evangelism street ministry um, working with men and women in addiction and getting into the jails so that's what God is doing right now and the prayer line working with Jennifer um, I would like to say something about all of us on here now we all um, uplift and encourage one another and um, even Jeff when he was, there was a, I was going through some things a while back even with my son And um, Jeff, the first thing he did is he reached out, you know, and there's some, there's just times that we've all just came in and just uplifted and encouraged one another. So Mm -hmm. for me, just being one in the body of Christ and going wherever God sends me, like I may have my own ideas of where God is going to send me, but where he has the final say. So whatever he tells me to do, I'm just sitting here saying, send me, Lord, I'll go and I'll do Mm -hmm. what you want me to do. So. I just want to be the hands and feet of Jesus and just be an encouragement to those around me. I want to, you know, uplift someone and I want to be the one that goes to those that no one else wants to touch. You know, that's where my heart is. My heart is for those that are, that are like Jeff said, in the jails, or um, I think someone else mentioned um, homeless, you know, people that are homeless and um, Mm -hmm. other people in third world countries that sometimes get left behind so those are, um, that's who God highlights to me. And the the prayer line, um, as Jeff said, Jennifer said, and you said it too, Montel, that, you know, it is such a blessing just to get on and be able to pray, because my first ministry is always intercession. So just to be able to pray, you know, and um, help someone out of a situation that is hurting, that to me is the greatest ministry.
4: Mm. So, Amen. Yeah. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, so I I want to call on an, one more person, and that that's Christy. <laughs> so, would you would you like to share about how you tend to be a sounding board for everyone, and that's really your ministry?
4: Right. That's funny. Um, yeah, the Lord has told me my platform is my own two feet. Um, so, I was called into more prophetic ministry about 15 years ago. But my whole life, I've been in counseling ministry, and Holy Spirit has given me a lot of wisdom to minister with. And so I have learned from the Lord that my job is more often to the church than to the streets, although I do also do some evangelistic outreach. Um, I've been called often to undergird those in ministry as an under-shepherd to the under-shepherds of God. And to um, to minister the gospel to their hearts and minds so that they can become the fullness of what God's birthing in them. Because God's given me keen discernment to observe and to notice giftings and to notice anointings and to notice callings and to notice where there's a hindrance to the fullness of that. And to then minister either counsel or wisdom or a prophetic word to birth that or, or encourage that or undergird that, as Jennifer said, and support it. So that the person who is called to become the lead of an agency or um, a street evangelist or a a seer, for instance, there's things we have to learn to do that. And God has trained me in so many areas and equipped me in so many areas, but I don't feel called to have my own platform except in the sense of coming under people and listening and responding with the wisdom from heaven or teaching um, or exhorting. So it's an interesting thing because I didn't realize I was an intercessor. I just knew I loved to pray. And I didn't realize I was prophetic. I just knew I had inspirations. And all these things that God has um, taught me over the last several years, he had me in a healing and deliverance ministry out of my home for a couple of years just to train me up. And then he kind of shifted it. And he's had me do prophetic prayer and support. And then he kind of shifted it. So I just roll with Holy Spirit go where he calls me, put my hand to the cloud, don't look back, as um, Lindsay was saying and others were saying. And God was showing me that when we turn back, it's a double-mindedness. And double-mindedness causes instability in everything. So we have to stay mm-hmm. forward-focused so that we yeah. can continue to just press in and trust that he's leading our steps, that he's guiding us, and that each thing we encounter in front of our path is intended for growing our spiritual muscles and growing our testimony to go out and continue ministry to
0: others. Mm.
2: Thank you, Christy. So mm. Ms. Montel, um, So, with Pioneer Ministries, um, you know, there was a, a prayer line that was, and is that okay if I share about the prayer line?
1: Yes, this is, you can share okay. about anything you want to, it's about everybody's no. ministries. This is just a platform God allows me to to do. So go right ahead, sister. Well, I'll I'll
2: share with everyone um, and why it's so important to keep your hand to the plow and stay focused on Christ because the prayer line that was birthed at the beginning of June is a prime example of how not to give up. Um, And I really believe that that's what the Lord is telling us with that scripture as well is like, don't give up, just keep you know staying focused on him and don't give up um whether it be through prayer or worship or um, even prophecy you know there are words that are spoken over us and sometimes it's a little overwhelming when somebody speaks a word over you that you feel like it's just way too big for you you know um but to when you stay focused on Christ how um, he will give you the courage, like Peter, to really step out of the boat. And instead of just walking on water to Jesus, you run on that water towards him. And that's kind of what happened with the prayer line. Um, So I created the prayer line, and I laid it down for 40 days. And although I didn't fast for 40 days, I seriously prayed. And, I mean, I prayed every day. And then finally, I heard, it's time. And I kept hearing that phrase over and over again. Either my children would keep saying it's time in like a sing-song way, or my mom would say it was time, or somebody else would say it's time, or I would hear it on TV, it's time, and I was like, okay, it's time, I get it. So, um, it it was finally birthed, and... um, uh, even when we first started scheduling, we thought, I was like, okay, God, you know, by, by the grace of God, we're going to be able to find at least five people to to fill this prayer line. And, and I hope that this is encourages someone who is in the midst of praying over a vision that you've had or over a word that's been prophesied over your life to never give up. Don't give up. So initially, um, it was thought that we would only have five people each person taking the same day of the week throughout the month um until i heard um i heard in the spirit i um, bigger you know it's going to be bigger and i was like bigger <laughs> you know <laughs> bigger and um so you know it grew i prayed and i asked god i was like you know if I don't want to do any more good ideas. I only want God ideas. And, Lord, if this is you, I need you to fill this calendar um, in three days. And then I felt really bad because I felt like I was putting stipulations on God. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe that I just told him to fill this calendar in three days. You know, do I need to go and repent for that? So, um, anyways, literally in three days, the whole calendar was full for the month of June. It was overflowing into the month of July. We've just um, completed, I think, like the second week of July, and we've already scheduled out most of October. So I just want to encourage people that are listening that we can think and we can have a vision. And there's a lot of times we put limitations on ourselves. But when we surrender it all to God, we give it to him, and yes, even if you ask him to fill a calendar in three days, um, he's going to do what he wants to do with it. And when it is surrendered to God, and you have laid it at his feet, at, in the throne room, you lay it there, he is going to grow it exponentially more than if you try to control it. So we um, were then asked you know, through our relationship, Montel, to to come on your radio broadcast, and it was very interesting, and this is something that I always encourage the listeners on the prayer line to do, is to really pay attention to things that you see and the things that you hear, because in the morning, the day you asked us to be on the radio, in the morning, I believe Jeff was saying something about... Um, radio advertisement, and I just kept hearing radio, you know, so I wrote that down, and then by the close of that evening, that Thursday evening on the prayer line, we were asked by three different people, um, one being a possibility, and two being pretty much solidified to be on a radio broadcast, so again, you know, when you step out in faith, And you think, okay, well, this is just something little. If you take your faith, even if it is small as a mustard seed, and you sling it, (laughs) you are literally going to be so surprised at the acceleration that God grows your ministry. He will grow it far. It will far supersede anything um, that you could ever dream or imagine. So I just want to thank you for um, inviting us on the radio station. Um, and I just want to encourage everyone that no matter how small you think something is in your own mind, um, when you surrender it and lay it at the Lord's feet and allow him, to have people, he will do so much more with it. Amen.
4: Ephesians 3.20. People do exceedingly above
1: and we ask,
4: think or imagine, right?
1: Yeah. Amen. That makes me think of Psalms eighty four eleven. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Praise God. Hallelujah. Did you know, girl? I told you you had this tonight. No worries, girl. You got it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do want (laughs) to share this with you, Montel, because when you were talking about, um, you know, bringing you out of the cave, it it just all I could hear was the Holy Spirit saying, "Tell her to praise. Tell her to continue to praise." And it took me into the Word. Um, It's sitting here in front of me, and I just want to read this to you, okay? Because I know it's going to resonate, and I don't want you to cry because I'll start crying, but um, it took me into Psalm 146, and it says, praise the Lord. Let all that I am praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God with my dying breath. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. There's no help for you there. When they breathe their last, they return to the earth. And all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He keeps every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. The Lord protects the foreigners among us, and he cares for the orphans and widows, but he frustrates the plans of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Praise the Lord.
1: Praise God. Thank you for sharing that, Jennifer. And while you were all talking, I'm always obedient to God. There's a song I still led to share everybody a chance to um, take a break i like to i like to have some anointed songs on the broadcast as well and i'm always obedient to the leading of the spirit and she's one of my very favorite artists kathy wilson and her song um well i withhold really is resonating in my spirit so i want to share that and give you guys a chance to take a quick break to pray to worship and whatever you're feeling let in after this song just share your hearts because this song says so much that's truly what we need to do in our life is like Jennifer was talking and all the other ones on here you got to be willing to surrender everything not not being scared of what you're gonna what you're gonna lose because I want to tell you something and testify the things that you gain when you become a child of, of God are so much greater than the things of this world and that it's a beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful thing and it's a relationship so I just encourage you tonight if you're holding on to things of the flesh or you don't want to let go of things of the world because you 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 don't want to lose that control Is one way I want to say it When you let go and let God And you surrender You will be so amazed at the peace that it brings The hope that it brings Also the family in Christ That it brings It's just a beautiful beautiful thing So be blessed in this song And after the song we'll be back And um just continue as the Spirit leads us or whenever Jennifer feels like the Spirit saying that we're done, I'm always obedient in that because the Spirit knows best. So God bless you all. Thank you for listening tonight to Reaching Out Radio International. We're on tonight with Pioneering Ministries and again, this is Kathy Wilson's song, Nothing Will I Withhold.
0: You have poured out your favor You have poured out your You've changed me by your unrelenting, passionate gaze. You have called me beloved. You have called me override. And you've shown me I have absolutely nothing need to hide from you. me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: you father god father just help us to live our life as john 3 30 tells us that we must be you must become greater that we become less father god lord help us be able to let go of self and just lay it all down for you Father God, let us go and prepare the fields in space, Father God. Lord, we need to be planting seeds, dear God, even if it looks like there's a drought, Father God, and we're going to trust you to bring the rain, Father. I even think of Jennifer's plants needing the rain, Father. Well, Father God, we're, the latter rain comes to mind, Father God. Lord, just open up the floodgates of heaven, Father God, and just let your spirit pour down upon us, upon all those listening tonight, Father God. Lord, you're being glorified in stone many ways lord father god all these beautiful ministries dear god all these testimonies father lord father god with hearts like jeff has going into the prisons dear god and father god just going into where the least of these are at father god each and every person on here tonight dear god has a servant's heart father god so lord i just pray that you bless their ministries dear god Lord, bring provision for their visions that you have given them, for their pioneer ministries, Father God. And Lord, as they're blessed, Lord, let them be a blessing to sow into other ministries, God. For Father God, I know that you can never outgive you, Father God. And Lord, each one of these people on here tonight are a blessing to me, Father God. Lord, because it's an opportunity for more people to be reached, Father. The more of us that come together in strength and numbers and rise up in the darkness in this world and be lights, Father God, we can bring them in out of the dark, Father God. So, Lord, Father God, just have your way in all of our ministries, God. And on this new broadcast, Lord God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters, God. Father God, I thank you for one that loves you enough to share truth, Father God. If I'm fallen and I need pulled up from the wayside, God that they love me enough to say Hey Montel here's my hand Get back up we need that In our life Father God for iron does Sharpen iron Father God so I Glorify you in this broadcast tonight Father God and I thank you for each and every Person God and just let the Spirit to continue to have its way tonight Father we just welcome the spirit In our midst and we want to be Obedient to your leading Father God
2: mm. So you, we, I'm being led to um I don't if I know that you said that sometimes people will come on and ask for prayer and you'll do q and A Q&A session. So if there's anybody that's listening um, that wants prayer, we all of us would love to pray for you.
1: Yes, if there's anybody out there listening tonight that needs prayer, call the the number six two three. One, eight, six, six, eight, seven, seven. Again, that's six, six, two. let me get that again. Six, two, three. Hold on, my little Noah's on my lap. Six, two, six, six, nine, six, eight, six, zero, seven. Six, two, six, six, nine, six, eight, six, zero, seven. And press one. When you press one, that puts you in the QA, and that lets us know that you're running prayer, then I can open up your mics. Um, Why we're waiting on others, Jennifer, I would really appreciate if all of you, um, some of you know my husband and I's testimony where we had prayed for over 13 years to have a child together. Um, God brought my husband into my life when my kids were young, and I was a single mom in a bad place, and he raised them. but we always had a harsh desire to have a baby together. I never got the blessing of having a dad with my kids, and we prayed, and we believed, and Physically, is not how God chose us to do it. And I was praying in my backyard one day, and I said, God, there's so many little children out there, moms that want to abort, orphans. Put it on someone's heart, God, if that's your will and way to put a baby in our arms. And that's exactly what he did. Um, a young lady we taught in children's church asked my husband and I to adopt. She had an unwanted pregnancy. She's a single mom with two girls. And we we went before the Lord, and God brought this boy that's on my lap um, into our lives. His name is Noah. And adoption is not an easy journey. It can be very expensive. It can be it can be hard on you emotionally because there's so many different ups and downs and things to go through. But this Tuesday. We're going for our first court date, so I would love all my anointed brothers and sisters to pray that everything goes well. And I'm trusting God to let this be done faster than it usually is because we just want him to be a permanent part of our family. And I know God's timing is perfect, and we're thankful for Noah. He uh, just turned four months on the 28th, and he's actually born on my daughter's birthday And he's a blessing to our life. And I know God's got a call in his life. And as Jennifer was saying, you never give up or you never quit praying. Because 13 years old or 13 years later, I have a three-year-old granddaughter. God's brought this sweet little boy in our life to raise. And I'm so excited. And I glorify him in that. But I know how important the prayers of brothers and sisters are. So please, would you lift my husband and I up in our adoption? I would so much greatly appreciate it.
2: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So dear Heavenly Father
2: We just thank you Lord We thank you for giving this couple strength Lord We thank you for washing over them with peace Father God We thank you Lord that they are stepping forth ah, Thank you Father They're stepping forth And taking care of the orphans Lord Thank you Father Thank you Father for giving them your heart Thank you, Father, that they have the compassion. And although in their trials, they still reached out to take a child. Lord, we thank you that you created Noah. We thank you, Lord, for anointing little Noah. We thank you, Father, for placing Noah. Because all of the tears that I know that Montel cried, Lord, they seemed to come in like a flood. But, Lord, you brought forth little Noah for them. So thank you, Father, for this adoption. Thank you, Father, that he will be raised in a godly family. Thank you, Father, for giving them the strength and the wisdom and the courage to step out into adoption. Lord, thank you, Father, for this couple. May they continue to be blessed, Lord. Pour out from the heavenlies over them, Lord. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in their lives with this child, And bringing them closer together, Father. And thank you, Father, for what you're going to do for their ministry. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the Mm -hmm. love that they have, that they pour out on everyone that they come into contact with. Thank you, Father, that they have the love between the two of them to pour out to this child named Noah. Lord, we love you. We thank you, and we give you the honor, the praise, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm Amen. 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 Mm
1: -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise be to you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord God.
3: Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we just ask you, Lord, to touch them in a mighty way, Father God, to to give them favor, Lord, in this first court case, Father God. We know, Lord Jesus, that, that she may not have carried Noah, Father God, but that baby was born for her. Father God, Lord, we we thank you, Lord, that your ways are higher than our ways, God, and your thoughts are higher than our ways, God, that their prayers were answered, Lord God, that you heard every... Every prayer that you kept every tear in a bottle, Father God, Lord, and we declare and decree, Lord God, that Noah is theirs, that it's signed, sealed, and delivered in the name of the Lord, and that he is their child, Father God, that this is their blessing in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we bless the birth mother, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that through the Holy Spirit, she was unctioned and she listened, Father God, that she gave birth to Noah, Father God, so that they could raise him, Lord. So we thank you for your plan, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that... That you always been in this situation Lord that you are waiting and you are Working everything out for them Lord God So Lord we just thank you for The grace and mercy that you have Lord God We thank you for this blessing that is Sitting on her lap Lord God and we know Lord Jesus that you have mighty Plans for this family Lord So we decree and declare today God That every plan and every promise that you Have prepared for them in heaven Is about to come down and be sitting on their lap Right beside Noah and we Just ask Lord God that you continue to be with them. Take away any anxiety, worries, or fears, Lord God. Give them sweet peace, Lord God, in every every avenue, Father God, that they have to go through, Lord God. And we just ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen.
6: Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus, we're just thanking you. We know that you are with them, and you're not going to leave them. You inspired on telling her husband to To step out of that boat, Lord, and that you're encouraging them to look forward and to continue to walk on water, trusting you, laying everything at your feet, putting into the heavenlies, that you will be the judge and the jury, and that you will declare this child to be theirs. You've already declared it in the heavens, and now it has to be declared in the courts, and we just know, Lord, that your verdict will be true and right and righteous because you raised up one Noah and you've got another one on your hands now, Lord. We just praise your holy name, and thank you, Lord. And lift up Noah to you, Lord. And we lift up Martel and her husband and her family, Lord, to you. And know that you are surrounding them and protecting them with a hedge of protection that can't not be penetrated by the evil one, Lord. And we just know that this is going to, outcome is going to be all for your glory and honor. Jesus name, I pray this. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Thank Montel, God. I'm
4: hearing the word redemption. Redemption. That Noah will be redeemed, and that his birth has been to redemption to you as well. And Lord, we thank you that you are the God of redemption. God, we thank you that you go before us and you make the path straight. God, we thank you that the desires of our heart are placed by you and are achieved also by you. God, we thank you, Lord, that you are going before with favor. Lord, that you have already completed, as has been said, that in the heavenly. And we thank you, Lord, that the joy of the Lord is their strength, and that little Noah already has a spirit of joy and wisdom upon him, and that he is at peace and at rest already within this household, this family, this forever home. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of adoption by which we all cry out, Abba, Daddy. And Lord, we just praise you for the gift that Noah is to Montel and her husband, and for the gift that he's going to be for this world. We just bless him now. And we just thank you for what you've Mm -hmm. already done in Jesus' name.
1: Mm.
3: Praise
2: God.
5: Mm. Thank you, Father.
2: Thank
0: you, Jesus. So so, Father in heaven, thank
5: you for nowhere, Father.
0: Mm Thank
5: you for nowhere and what you are making him, Lord. Father, we just pray for a spirit of adoption to fall on him right now, Father. Father, any rejection, even while he was in his mother's womb, I break that off of his body and his spirit right now. I replace it with the the spirit of adoption. So in life, he will not walk in the spirit of rejection, but a spirit of power, spirit of being, of being beloved, a spirit of affection um, for all and that he will have friends around him to encourage him and build him up, that no hand of the enemy will ever come upon him, that he will be a mighty warrior for him, for you. you. We just sign, seal, and deliver this
0: prayer that it will not fall
5: to the ground void by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Yes, Amen.
2: Thank you. Lord. Jesus, thank you. Um, I have to share this with you because as each individual prayed um, over Noah, I know I shared with you about the Zayeth oil, and that is really how our conversation came about, and how the dove came with the olive, and how you told me that that's what you have on Noah's door. Well, I just want you to know that I had an open vision of him. And as he grows, there'll be a guitar in his hand. Praise God. Mm. As he grows, there'll be a guitar in his hand. And he will be an, an anointed one. So he's anointed and he will be gifted in music. And that music will be to evangelize and to reach out to those that don't know God. He will be in the streets evangelizing because now he is walking already in the fullness of what God planned and purposed for him, and that was to be your son.
1: Wow. That's confirmation And um, I I have what I call Pillow talk with sweet little Noah I've already seen God Has advanced him in so many ways He's four months old And he's already walking in a walker He's grabbing a spoon Trying to feed himself Um, He's starting to say words and I felt like the gift of music was going to be in his life because I'm a worshiper, which God has revealed that to some of you. I love to sing. I love to minister through songs. And today it was so precious. My husband and I took some family time and just went to some yard sales and Noah was sitting in his car seat and he was like, it was like he was singing. It wasn't all words, but he was just joyfully making noise singing. And my husband and I were so blessed in that. And I told my husband, I said, God's got a purpose for Noah in his life. And God called me to name him Noah. And God revealed to me before we even knew that we were going to have a son. And his name was to be Noah. And everywhere I went with confirmation, um, I would go to different places and and it would, uh, there was this little uh, plaque, and it had a little boy, and it said the name Noah, and it had representation of what it meant to God, an upright, uh, righteous man. And everywhere we went, God was constantly showing me, and I started buying little boys' clothes in faith, because I know when God puts something in my spirit, I trust the God I serve, and I know it's going to come to pass. So I posted it on Facebook. My husband and I are going to have a son. I am going. To, I started buying things in faith and encouraging people. And the day of our reveal, because we were blessed to be there from day one through the whole pregnancy, we got to do the gender reveal and everything. We was there even when he was born. But when we found out we were going to have a son... I got to testify and confirm what God had already told me, because I feel like we should have confidence in when our father speaks to us to let people see he does talk to his children and that he keeps his promises glory to God. And I'm never ashamed if God gives me a prophetic word. And I know the spirit's leading me. I'm never ashamed to share because our testimonies encourage others, and they truly, people can see what God can do. We Many times we want it right now, right at this moment, but God's timing is perfect, and I just turned 50 in May, and I'm starting all over. I have a three-year-old granddaughter, but in all honesty, God has been giving me strength and I've, because I've already had children and my grandbaby, like, it's, it's a lot more laid back now. It's at ease. I have a lot more knowledge. I feel like this was the perfect come into our life. And my husband and I, when, when I, uh, she was carrying him, I pray to to God, let him have some of our attributes, even let him look like his father, because in our hearts, he's our son that God gave to us. And that's what God has done. Like, it just amazes me. He does answer our prayers in ways that we can never even imagine. People, everywhere we go, they say sometimes he looks like my husband or he has my eyes or I see personality characteristics. And I prayed faithfully to God, my father, and look what He done for us. He gave us a sweet little boy. Right. We were blessed to save his life. And his life has a purpose. And I encourage people. Don't give up on your hopes and your dreams And never stop praying It may take a lot longer than what you anticipate But we serve a faithful God And it is worth the wait Believe me I have, the, I have that little blessing He's making all kinds If he, you hear some joyful little baby noises That's Noah He loves to be a part of when I do radio He likes me to put the headset on He gets excited when the spirit's moving I already know God's got purpose for his life
0: Oh, we have a caller
1: on the. Okay, we have a caller on the line. Give me one second. Let me see if that opens. Sarah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I was gonna let everybody that's on tonight. Um, Jennifer and I have grown very close. Uh, this is my sister, Sarah. Um, my sister is going through. Hello. My sister is going through a whole lot in her life, and I was thinking of Jeff. Um, you you um, have a heart for prison ministry, and I want my sister to share. And I, my sister, I have a burden on my heart so heavy for her and my nieces and my sister can share what the enemy's been trying to do and what's going on in her life and I really felt led tonight that she should come on and you all pray for her I feel like God has a word for her so Sarah will you share what's happened in your life and what's been going on as an outcome of the things that has happened yeah I can um hello
2: everyone I'm Sarah um it starts back with, uh, to
3: make a long story short, my kid's dad and I have been off and on for like
2: 20 plus years. And we have three beautiful daughters, Stephanie, Kylie, and Terry, ages 13, 12, and 10. Um, throughout his addiction and being in and out of Dillon prison, they have seen their dad beat me, the be abusive, um, him being high to so much that he didn't even know that it was our children and he was asking who the kids they were. Um, him being out of prison has really truly affected my kids. He's been gone four and a half years and he still has like two and a half years left. Our youngest was in kindergarten um when he left. And I worry about my kids. Um, they stay with the church family because my mom had passed away in the house we're in, and my 10-year-old suffers from my mom's death on top of it. But my 10-year-old has been talking about suicide. Every other day in the last three days, I will get messages all hours of the day and night saying, Mom, I don't want to be here no more. Mom, I just want to die. Um then I have my 12-year-old, same way like earlier, Mom, I don't want to live no more. And it's very scary because the hurt and the pain that they have endured. I mean, seeing your mother get beat by your dad is not an easy thing. Seeing your dad hide constantly in and out of prison in and out of drug houses, it's got to the point my kids feel
3: like they don't even know their dad. They feel lost and broken,
2: and they just honestly think, if they take their life, their pain is going to be gone. And I got my one daughter going to counseling for the first time on Monday because it's not a joke no more. Like, she reached out to me and said, Mom, it's time. Like, I need a counselor. I don't want prayer. I don't want people praying on me. It doesn't do no good. I've done it for years. Like, I much better than be dead. And as a mother, with my mom gone, I just couldn't even imagine, you know, my life without my kids. But at the same time, like, I look in their little faces, and these are three beautiful, beautiful little girls that love God, that they're just lost in this world. Like, they just honestly feel like they'd just rather be home with God than, you know, be on this earth. And I just really need prayer for them, because I tell them that that's the enemy. I said, Satan is real. He can put thoughts like that in your head, because none of us in our family want to lose you girls. Like, we all love you, and the, the thought of you know, burying one of you just absolutely scares me to death, and I didn't even know. I had somebody come to me a few days ago saying, you know, your daughter laid in the road and played chicken. My daughter is 10 years old, and she literally laid in front of a car because she wanted to take her life, like is just attacking my family, and I never know when I get them called if it's going to be too late because these little kids have so much pain because their dad not there or seeing him abuse me like I was a battered woman for off and on over 20 years like beaten and hit and just ridiculed tore down and it's it's just I've been through a lot and so is my family and it's not just with my kids it's like a battle with everything like our air broke on our home we my dad's 76 years old and we sit in a house with no central error because the enemy attacks it or something goes wrong with my car. Like, every possible thing Satan can do, he has been doing it. So I really appreciate prayer. That's the fastest way to, like, touch base on our story. It's just we've all been through a lot. But the main thing is I really want prayer for my daughter, Terry and Kylie because every other day they both talk about they'd just rather be dead and, and not even be alive.
0: Hmm. Wow. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Jennifer, my sister needs healing too. Um okay. I pray God. Can deliver. I'm going to. She I'm going to go ahead. I was just gonna say she lady. has. <laughs> it's all good. She just—you can hear my sister's broken. She suffers from battered wife syndrome, and she's had mm. things broken down on her. She feels like she has no worth. That's the best way, and it breaks my heart because she's a beautiful person. But my sister's really lost in life, and I—I I truly believe tonight that God's gonna give her some breakthrough.
0: Hmm. So Jeff,
1: why don't you start praying for
2: her, and uh, we can. I'll you start, Jeff, and then I'll finish. So we'll go through everybody one at a time. So Jeff, can you can you leave on this one?
6: Yeah, I'll be happy to. Um, Sarah, right? Yes. Know that there's hope. I just want to talk for just a minute. Know that there's hope in the Lord. The enemy has surrounded your camp. And he's terrorizing your family. But tonight, the Lord is going to intervene in a mighty way. There's always hope in the Lord. There's always excitement and joy in the Lord. And we want to pray that right into the heavenlies for you and right through your flesh and into your heart and your soul. Because the Lord has told me that you are done with this, that this is about to be over, that What's your husband's name?
2: Uh, it's Randy. Randall or Randy.
6: That's, that's all right. Just Randy. That that we're going to be lifting him up to the Lord, that he restores his heart, and that he makes a phone call that you can identify. it. That He's a new man. And that the next two, two or three years, he'll be in there. He'll be serving as a bondservant to the Lord and not a bondservant to Satan because right now Satan Owns him and we need that man to be the man of God that he, he wants him to be so he can raise right. his family and I don't know how you're feeling about him coming back home but the Lord is telling me that that if if, if he the right person is going to be coming in his path and that that's going to cause him a supernatural intervention And a a heart, a desire for the Lord, like the deer pants for water, and that that he's going to be changing. And I just pray right now, Lord, we're just lifting up Sarah, Lord. We know that she's been broken to pieces, and the pieces are all over the floor, Lord. But you're the potter, and you can pick up those pieces, and you can form them into a a new person, a person you desire her to be, one that's worth more than gold and silver and rubies, but it's worth your heart, Lord And we pray right yeah. now, Lord, right right yeah. Into the heaven, we're coming boldly to your Throne room, Lord, because this is a, a, a Massive problem A hard one that only you, Jesus, can Break the bondage to this Wrong servant You know, to Randy, break his Break him down, Lord, in the godly way, put him on his knees, Lord, bring tears to his eyes right now as we're speaking, Lord, and bring hope and restoration, bring a desire to be the man that you called him to be, a godly man, and not a man filled with addiction and anger and resentment, and then bring his family back together and build that new family like a place. That you've made design, Lord, that are beautiful in color and they're all harmonized, and they're all they're all one, they're all one as a family you desire them to be and we're breaking the we're asking you to break the spirit of bondage to fear and anxiety off of the family Lord, and bring Shalom today being the day of Shalom the Sabbath day, Lord, that you've called each and every one of us to rest in you not to rest from anything but a word. And to rest in you and give, and surrender our hearts to you, Lord. And we're declaring today that Sarah is going to completely rest in you. She's going to completely lay this at your feet. There will be no more anxiety, fear, resentment, whatever it may be that's driving this. We know that anxiety and fear are a big part of this because that's how Satan works. And it's going to be a yeah. spirit of love coming over the whole entire house, filling the house. Reclaiming the land, reclaiming the children, reclaiming the wife, reclaiming the husband, Lord, and in the process reclaiming many people in that prison as they come to you on their knees, on their knees begging you for mercy, the mercy we know you will grant, the eternal forgiveness yes. and the eternal <laughs> love that flows out of our hearts, the righteous living that changed, Lord that we sacrifice our complete body. We hold nothing back from you, Lord. And we declare that Sarah and Randy and her children will hold nothing back from you and they'll give all to you, Lord. And starting tonight, that's going to happen, Lord, and that your word will be open on the table, not for them forced to read, but to read out of the desire of their heart. And they'll be singing that new song, Lord, a song that harmonizes with you. The melody will be amazingly harmonious and perfect because it's from you, Lord, and from you for the change, the transformation of everything, the fiber in their being, remade new because the Lord says you'll make all things new and all things beautiful and all things wonderful. And that's what you are, Sarah, all things beautiful and wonderful. We rebuke that spirit from Satan, Lord, in Jesus Christ's holy name, our Messiah, Yeshua, rebuke that spirit and break it off this family right now. Let it be no more. Let there be no more harm. And destruction and chaos, but let it be peace, so, shalom, peace. In Jesus' name I pray all oh, this, Lord, and thank you, Lord, because we know you're going to do this. We know, we thank you in advance, Lord, of what's going to happen in the future. In Jesus' mighty name, I lay it all down thank to you, you Lord. I lay my heart out to you, Lord, for them, because, oh, what's so horrible when hope is lost. But hope is being restored. Hope is restored. Smiles are going to be coming back to the family in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen, Amen, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Sarah, I'm going
4: to pray over you and your kids. Father, I just thank you for Sarah. I thank you for her heart. I thank you for her tender spirit, Lord. I thank you that she is a woman of valor, and she is a woman of honor. But I thank you that even despite everything, she has held the marriage in honor. Even though her husband has been abusive and controlled by dark spirits, Father, I thank you that you are removing the spirit of trauma from her. We just mm-hmm. call on the spirit of trauma and we cancel it in the name of yeah. Jesus. But I ask that yeah. you would read, that you would run through her brain with your DNA, God. We ask for a divine DNA transplant and a divine blood transplant. That every memory, mm-hmm. every traumatic spirit. Every trauma, every abusive um, word that was spoken over her just be ripped out of her memory banks now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would minister healing to her mind, to her heart, and to her soul, God, that you would touch her, that you would place your hand upon her and just pour into her soul your love, that she would experience the fullness of your love for her,
0: God's little
4: princess the little princess of yours, God, that you hold in the palm of your hand. And, Lord, I thank you that you have no grandchildren. I thank you that there is no such thing as grandchildren in your kingdom, and that each one of her children is equally important to you as she is and as her husband is even, Lord. So I take the sword of your spirit right now, and I cut every single unholy soul tie from each member of this family in the name of Yeshua Hamashiach. Lord, we just cut those soul ties. We ask that your angels would descend upon each member of this family right now and remove every trace of every unholy soul tie to their father and to their father's father and to the generations back right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would pull from each one of them any tendrils, any tentacles, any um, any attachments
0: that are still
4: within their soul, from their father's family line, from their father's generational line, and from the current situations in their home, and that you would remove them as far as the east is from the west and return to sender, God. And I pray that you would go out, you would send the angels out from each child and from Sarah, and you would go and gather the pieces of their soul that were removed and torn and taken in the midst of trauma and abuse, and you would take yes. those pieces of their soul, those fragments of their soul, and you would return them to each child and to Sarah right now in the name of yes. Jesus. And I pray that there would be a wedge placed between them and any further unholy soul ties. that there would be no more unholy soul ties allowed to be made manifest in their life, mm-hmm. that the only ties allowed would be the Jesus. ties allowed from the holiness from the purity and from the intention you have for each one of them. I ask that you would open the scrolls over each one of their heads and that Mm. you would send forth your angels to remove the boulders and remove the obstacles and remove the blind spots in their path right now. Tear down the Asherah poles. Tear down the things that are blocking them from seeing the destiny you have placed in them. And Lord, move forth your destiny. Place the angels in their path. That they would walk them hand in hand, step by step, into the freedom you have called them to. I thank you, Lord, for an outpouring of your holy water. A flooding in their souls, in their minds, in their hearts, in their spirits. God, apprehend them. We find the spirit of suicide and we cast it to hell in Jesus' name. We find every tormenting spirit, every harassing spirit, every familial spirit, and every seducing spirit right now. And we call you out. We say, follow in the name of Jesus. Get out yes. now. And yes. we loose the spirit of adoption over this entire family. We loose yes. the spirit of faith, by which we cry out, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, because you are our deliverer, you are our healer, you are our redeemer, and you have great plans for us. And we call forth the destiny of this family right now to be made yes. manifest in the heavenlies and that it will come to earth and be made clear. And Lord, I thank you for wrapping Sarah in your arms, drawing mm. her close into your lap, mm. and covering her, God, in the peace that passes understanding. And I thank you, Lord, for just touching each one of the children, placing a dome of protection over them, putting your hand up and saying, no more. Yes. No okay. more darkness. No more torment. No more memories. No more we call in a spirit of adoption to just descend upon them and permeate them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet that they would be transferred out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. In the name of Jesus I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus.
6: Thank you. Yes. Freedom. Thank
0: you Jesus. Thank you Father God. Thank you Jesus. Tear the gates of hell down. Yes. And Sarah, I
3: want to pray over you and just declare over you that there's a sevenfold blessing coming back to you and your family. Uh, it says in Proverbs six and thirty-one that when they we discover what the thief has stolen, that he has to repay it to us sevenfold, even if he has to sell the contents of his home. So I decree and declare over you and your children's life that there's a sevenfold blessing personally coming from you from the enemy's camp. As they've already prayed and decreed over your life that every curse is broken and reversed back. And every negative word, the back is broken over a negative negative word in the mighty name of the Lord. Now that peace will flow. You and your children will begin to see who God sees in the mirror in the mighty name of Jesus. You'll no longer see the abused woman. You'll begin to see the adopted woman in the mighty name of the Lord. We break the back of the spirit of suicide, (laughs) premature death and tormenting spirits right now in the name of the Lord, and we declare they are no longer, no longer have authority in the name of Jesus. We lose peace into these children's lives. We lose a sound mind in Second Timothy 1 and 7, in the mighty name of the Lord, I declare that over these children's lives, that no longer will the generational curses come after them or chase after them, but the generational blessings will begin pouring into their lives in Jesus' name. I decree and declare that every plan and promise through Jeremiah 29 and 11, to give you hope and a future and to prosper you in the mighty name of the Lord, for you and each of your children will begin coming to pass in the mighty name of the Lord, that there's a blessing with your name on it. What the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good. And, Sister, I want to let you know that there's several of us on this line that have been where you are at, and I can promise you the same way God made us healed, hold, and delivered. Baby girl, he's going to make you heal, hold, and delivered, too. So I declare over your life that you are healed, you are whole, and you are delivered, that you will walk upright and in victory, that Jesus died on that cross for. His blood was shed for each of us, and that includes you and your children. So by his stripes you are healed, and they are healed as well. So you hold Mm. your head up high You raise your hands to heaven And you thank the Lord of heaven above Because he has plans to prosper you To give you hope in a future I keep hearing that over and over and over again Mm. There's something mighty and powerful That God is going to use you for And just like we're on a panel tonight Praying for you One day you're going to be on a panel Praying for other people There's going to be a ministry birth Out of your pain in the name of the Lord And I decree and declare I decree and declare this over your life that the only time the enemy tries to hold somebody down is because there's something mighty and powerful on the inside of them. And when your eyes open and you see who God sees, you're going to be an unstoppable force. And the kingdom of darkness already knows who you are. So I decree and declare you are begin to know who you are too. You're not only going to take yourself out, you're going to take your children out with you. So I thank you right now, Lord, for the grace and mercy that you have, God. I thank you, Lord, for this woman's life, that you have protected her all of this time, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that that you have such plans for them to prosper them. I thank you, Lord, these tormenting spirits have been cast back into the abyss. I thank you, Lord, that every shaft that doesn't look like you has been burned all the way down. I plead the blood of Jesus over every demonic stronghold and every demonic root system and decree and declare as those become weaker, this family will become stronger in you, O God. So we thank you today. We thank you today for what you are doing in Sarah's life and her children's life. And we ask these things in your name, God. Amen.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. I don't understand like people in his family man
0: Mm. people
2: in his family have committed suicide his grandpa
3: Mm. no more no more
4: no more the fill ties are cut we have to remove that
6: the Spirit, yes. them, set
1: them Lord, we go back
4: through the generational line to you, Lord. We played the blood back through the generational line right now. Yes. Lord, we ask that you would sever each and every generational agreement through the Father's family right now. Lord, we yes. enter the kingdom of heaven. Lord, we come before the throne room, God. I come before the throne room with my brothers and sisters right now, Lord. And we yes. enter into the court, Father. And we Amen. ask God for Amen. forgiveness for every ungodly act that has occurred in this family line. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for every act of rebellion, every act of self-will, and every act of um, self-destruction that has occurred in this family line. Lord, we repent of the brokenness and the false allegations, Lord, that we made against you in this family. And Lord, I ask that every spiritual stronghold that is held in the heavenlies by the devil over Sarah and her children based upon this generational cursing would be revoked. I ask that that script would be canceled by the blood of Jesus. I ask that you would burn that script up, God, and rip it to shreds and tear it up and just put paint in full upon it right now. Yes. Yes. I ask that every single generational curse be broken based on the repentant heart and the agreement with you. We stand in agreement with you with our sister right now, that there is no agreement with anything in this generational line except yours anything yes. that has nothing to do with you, anything that has anything to do with the enemy, we just repent, renounce, and break off of this family right now. Yes. All the way back, three generations, Lord, three generations We just cancel every curse, cancel every disobedience, cancel everything, God, that has come against yes. the glory of God. Yes. We repent for every suicide that occurred mm-hmm. and we ask that you would erase that from the destiny yes. of this family one. Yes. Yes.
5: Yes. Yes.
4: Reverse the curse We send the bloodline back, your DNA back through this bloodline, God, and we ask that that would be redeemed in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank Thank you you for a cancellation of the devil's rights in heaven over these children and over Sarah. (laughs) And we thank you, God, for your repentance. We thank you for your freedom. We thank you for the gift of mercy. And we plead mercy. And we plead grace. And we thank you, God, for slamming that door, putting in the key and locking it, as you say in Isaiah 22, 22, 22, that we take that key and we close that door and we lock it, that no man can open that door again in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I ask that you would open the doors ahead of her, take that key of David and just open those doors ahead of her, that no man could close those doors and that your glory would come flooding in like a just a mighty whirlwind and clean up the dust lift out the debris and just pull it from her and her children and remove it as far as the east is from the west that the house would be swept clean and your spirit would come in like a flood to fill those empty places that there would be no stumbling that there would be no blinding that there would be no more harassment in jesus name amen amen
0: so as everybody hey, um, praying, oh go ahead Austin. Uh, go
2: ahead I'm-
5: can I sing? Uh, I've never done this before, but I feel led to. Can I sing over you, Sarah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sarah, yeah. Did you
0: know mm-hmm. Sarah, did you
5: know your love? Sarah, did you mm-hmm. know your love? Sarah, did you know you're anointed? Sarah, Thank did you, you know you're anointed? For such mm-hmm. a time as this. presence in your life God's hand is upon you Sarah I sense it so strongly I'll just sing one more thing Sarah did you know your love Loved by the Father whose arms are around you Sarah did you know your love Mm. You a daughter of Abba. Your daughter of Yeshua. Amen. 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 Um
2: so Amen. yeah, as Amen. they were praying, I wanted to go last because I really wanted to hear what the Spirit of the Lord um was saying, and as they were praying I was typing what I was hearing from our father for you. And this is what I heard for you, okay? okay? So, Sarah, you are my princess. You are the apple of my eye. I have collected all of your tears and I have heard your cries. I have seen you as you sit in the bathroom looking at yourself trying to see any positivity. I have heard you as you have cried out for your children. I want you to know that I am with you. I will comfort you. I will heal you. My daughter, lift your head to the hills. That is where your help shall come from. I will wrap my arms around you. I will save you from the pain. I am pouring out over you from the heavens, my liquid love. I am sending my warm angels to be on guard, to protect you, to guard you, and to guide you. Keep your head up, buttercup. For I am restoring the years the locusts have devoured. Surrender it all to me. Seek me in all things. Lay it at my feet. You are all my much-loved children. I will heal your land. Now rest in me, my children. Raise your praise, for I love to hear you sing. Your daughter is mine, says the Lord. I have a plan and purpose for her. I will turn it all around. She will walk in the fullness of what I have planned and purposed for her life before she was ever knitted together in your womb. The spirit of suicide will not have her. She is mine. She is adopted. She is my daughter. The spirit of rejection will no longer have a hold on your family. You are children of the Most High God. I am breaking off those generational curses that 27 generations back to the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob.
1: My glory
2: oil is being poured out upon each of you. Your youngest will dance like David. Your oldest shall sing a new song. Your middle child shall prophesy in my name. You shall carry your sword and walk from glory to glory from this day forward. I am opening up my heavenly storehouses over your family. Now I am wiping away every tear. Stay focused forward with your hand to the plow. Your new beginning starts now.
0: Amen. Thank you. Amen.
3: Can I read two scriptures over her as well? Yeah. Um, I've got Isaiah 58, um, 11, and 12. And uh, it says, and the Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought, and strengthen your bones. And you shall be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And those from among you shall rebuild the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths in which to dwell.
1: Wow. Thank you, Jesus. So I got a couple more
0: Real quick
6: (laughs) So Sarah Everything that we've Spoken over to you Tonight is love Love unconditional Start with praying For Randy's salvation Love your Children unconditional Don't bring anybody in Foreign that you know they don't know Read to them Scripture that, said, that describes the love of Jesus Christ. Right. Just love them, no matter what. Love them. Show them that your your love is pure, like you're being washed right now, clean. Your your tears are washing you clean, like the blood of Jesus that He bled all over the ground, washed the whole entire world, all humanity clean. You're being right. remade. Love, 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 love fulfills all love. Changes everything And love heals all Today love is going to Heal you and your heart And your children's hearts It starts with you You have to step out of the boat Get that book out the, book, the Written by the Lord I mean, You may do it already but read In quiet time before your kids get up And then ask the Lord what the scriptures to read to them And just share that with them At breakfast or dinner Whatever you can Whatever the Lord brings to your heart love them unconditionally. They need your love so bad. No matter what happens for Randy, pray for him. I I saw him, the chains being torn off of him. But you have to pray for him. We'll be praying for him. And we'll pray for you. Come on the line every night. Come on the line every night next week. And we'll pray for
2: you. Hey, Sarah. Sarah, there's a gentleman that is in the prison and um, he's He's not he's not super tall, but he's pretty tall um I would say like above six foot, but he's gonna be in alignment for Randy that is gonna get Randy saved um Amen. He's going to chair and you know he's got a little bit darker hair um but he's he is gonna be the one that um is able to reach your husband. We can pray in the background. But there's going to be somebody that is in there, and your husband is going to have um, an encounter with the Lord. He may even, Mm. you know, let you know and say, you know, I was talking to the Lord. I know you probably think I'm going crazy, but I I promise you, I know that I had a conversation with God. And, Mm. you know, it's going to come sooner than later, but it's going to be after after he comes into alignment with this guy. Um, and I can't tell you. I don't know if it's another prisoner. Um, I don't know if it's a, a, a Bible study group. It, I don't see it being a parishioner. You know, I don't see it being somebody that comes in to do ministry. I believe right. that it's somebody that is in the prison. So whether it be yeah. a guard or... It's some there's someone there that's a bug six foot tall, darker hair, gonna lead your husband to the Lord. So just yeah, that's right hold, yeah, just hold hold tight to that because you know I don't I I rarely will go ahead of God and speak a word like that just because I don't I don't like to um, get someone in someone's hopes up but this is like really clear it's a really clear vision um and the Mm. person is is, uh is thinner he's thinner and um you know i think because he's thin he looks tall you know he looks taller but he's got darker hair
0: i'm sorry i was just gonna say um
2: he has been um, he's been gone four and a half years, and by the court date he's supposed to be in there until 2023. But we've all been working hard, been doing a petition, and out of the blue the other day they come up to him and said, "Hey, we're gonna try to take your case in front of the governor because you showed good standings. You've been here four and a half years. You haven't been in trouble." And my kids need their dad, but I know it's in God's timing. So if you guys could pray that Mm -hmm. when it goes in front of the board, that they find favor in his case, that he gets out early. Because if they find favor, he could be home in less than a month if it goes in front of these people. Because if not, he'll be there for three more years. But I believe God's got a plan to get him home and be part of these kids' life because they need their dad, but they need their dad home. You know, not on drugs And fully living for God Well, I just just heard In the spirit a gavel And when I hear a gavel In the heavens, it just means That the courts have already ruled in his favor So just hold on to that Yeah, just hold on to that I just got I I saw that I I saw that in the heavens
0: Amen
6: I just want to confirm what you said, Jennifer I don't normally See a person when I'm praying but while y'all were praying I was praying for Randy and asked the Lord to take me into the prison and he took me there and I saw that guy the only difference I saw was he was a little heavier set but I saw him with another prisoner sharing the Lord and I'm going to tell you Sarah don't bring him home too soon right make sure,
0: he, yes. make sure you can confirm
6: he's saved do not yes, let him come in your house. If he's not 100% transformed, put him in a halfway house. or A halfway house is bad. Just don't bring him in the house unless he is not no-drinking, totally transformed person. Because right. You can't bring that back into your home and have a safety. Right,
0: I agree with that.
6: jump on him in yes. a heartbeat. So please, I know I'm not trying to pour water, cold water and everything. I'm just trying to encourage you to pray for Randy's salvation and to pray that they hold him there the right amount of time that the Lord intervenes. But God told me he was intervening already, and he told me exactly what Jennifer said about that guy. And like I said, I very rarely see a vision, especially in the daytime, of a specific person, but I saw the same person.
0: Oh, wow. That's that's
2: definitely a good confirmation for sure well i know i get overwhelmed not only with my girls but just with so much just even in life period like so much had come at me like our air broke at our house we had no air we got air units it's still 80 in my dad's room my dad suffers from copd My mm. i've had four cars i'm not even joking you guys four cars in a year and every single one even a 2013 i had Something went wrong with the motors to where I don't have a good car. I went and got this car with my sister. It hasn't even been a month. This is my fifth car. The pulley's getting ready to go out. My window's broke. If I let go of the wheel, it'll throw me in a ditch to the right. Like, I get so overwhelmed not understanding why every single vehicle I get, like, something goes wrong that I can't afford to have a safe vehicle for my kids. And there's been times that it was so overwhelming. I'm like, God, what am I doing wrong? Lord, What what is going on? Like, every car I get, the best one, the one I love more than anything, that, you know, the motor was getting ready to go out. And then I go get this little bitty car that barely fits my family, and now something else is going wrong. I sleep in a room with 80-degree heat because we can't afford air. Like, there's so many things that Satan just throws at me, and I do get overwhelmed. And I'm like, God, are you hearing me? or are you seeing these things? Like, what am I doing wrong, Lord? Like, why am I suffering so bad? Why why does every car I get blow up? Why does my central air blow up? Why did my sewer go out? Like, I don't understand so many things, but I just keep hanging on, praying, because we went after two different central air units because my dad is um 76 years old, and I live with my dad since my mom died. And he sits in his room with a fan because he's so hot um our light bills going through the roof because we have window units because our central air doesn't work. Like I just am to the point like I don't know where to turn. Like I just need a break so bad because I don't have the means to have a an air guy here at seventy five bucks an hour to get our central air fixed. Okay, so, I don't have money. Uh, I, do well, I got more Sarah, than that. Well Sarah where do you live? Um Centre, Illinois. Okay. So do you get any assistance at all? Um, I don't. My dad does, but it's only we called about the central air unit, and they told us there wasn't nothing that they could do. So the money I had saved up. I bought window units, but it only cools two rooms in the house, and the trailer's older, so we can't put one in my dad's room because the windows are all cocked shut. So every day I can see my dad suffering and mm. sweating and I just, I don't know what to do. Two times we had went after Central Air Units Um, for 200 bucks. I was like, man, thank you, God, you know, the type that we need because it's an older trailer. My brother drove over two hours away, and the guy's like, I'm sorry, I sold it to somebody else. And we was the first one there with money. Like, it's been like 90 in our house. And I don't understand it, but I just know God will eventually send me to the right person or, or someone will have one. I just believe that with all my heart. Hey, Sid, I hear God
1: saying something. He is saying the beauty is behind the suffering. Be still and know that I am God. Quit trying to see with the eyes of man and see with your spiritual eyes. Look unto your father where the answer is. Do not lean upon your own understanding, but lean upon my understanding, my child. Do not question, just know That I am with thee And a new beginning is at hand Old things have passed away And new things are arising The floodgates of heaven are going to be Pouring out blessings And your storehouse runneth open Ooh, I feel that in my spirit strong Don't question, just hold on And believe Yes, I try to, I do I
0: get
2: overwhelmed I don't know why I do it's hot so, in there, and sweat, Sarah. sweat pouring off of you every night, and you can't even get right. comfortable to sleep because it's so hot in your house.
6: So, Sarah, are yeah, you, are you a member of a church right now?
2: I know, and I just, I just talk to my sister and like listening on the radio sometimes. So, and I, wanna, I, I don't really go to church. I to the
6: suggest church. to you that that you find a church that you can go to, because many churches have. Assistance available right now. I'm sure they're not tapped out. There's assistance there. I don't know, Montel. You can do some put out on your line a need for an offering specifically mm-hmm. to help her. Put it out across the world and and you know show a picture of your sister and the children. I think that's okay. I don't I don't know what you, where where all this is going, but. Be careful about the kids, I guess, but figure out how to take an offering up to to just ask people to to fill the need, and I think they will. I believe that God's telling me that if you just ask, you'll receive. Right? He says, Seek and you know, and seek and you will find, and knock and I will open the door. Ask and I will give to you. Right. So we have to ask, but you have to get into a situation where you can go be ministering to somebody else.
3: Right.
6: Not your kids. You have to make time. It has to be uncomfortable to go minister to somebody else. And you can only do that generally through a church because they have the avenues covered, most likely. Right. And, but, okay. we, but you need a church family. You need You need like this group. You know, we're family even though we're on online. But you need a family, and we'll surround you. Don't get me wrong. We'll be surrounding you, and you should come on the line every night and ask for prayer. But but a good Bible-believing, living, you know, a resurrection-living people will come to your aid. But you can't get it if you're sitting at home.
2: Right. That makes sense. I appreciate all the
6: prayers
1: from you guys.
6: Amen. Mm. Start slow. No, God's going to do it. No, believe. Amen. Believe. No more. No more. Nothing about none of it. I can't do this. I can't take any of this. It, it's never going to change. It's all changing. It's all changing. Your heart changing. Amen. Through the prayer, right. we given, everybody prayed the same thing. Different words about your heart being transformed. Everything being transformed, and all this being broken off of you. Glory to God! Hallelujah! Thank
1: you guys so much. Thank you, Lord, for freedom! Hallelujah! Love you you too, beautiful. All right. Have a blessed
6: night, you all. Amen. Praise
1: God! Hallelujah! What a powerful podcast! Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God.
6: Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you,
4: Lord.
0: For Him,
6: all things are possible.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. hallelujah. Praise Everything. God. Praise the Lord, God Almighty.
0: Amen. Wow. Amen.
1: God's good. Yeah, I'm doing oh, my happy so dance. Good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh,
6: I love it. Happy dancing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where's the
6: happy dancing icon? I
1: hey, um, on. I know. I feel. Yes, I feel the spirit of joy. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, my mom just said that if you
2: were to put up something for a fundraiser for your sister, that she would have an air conditioner tomorrow. Okay. Oh my God! I can't think about it. Thank you. My mom's looked into
1: the broadcast. I will get with you um, after the. Broadcast Jennifer and let you pray With me and for God to lead me Because I know he brought us together for a reason Glory to God What an amazing powerful First broadcast Glory to God I'm so excited to see what else God is going to do And what he's going to do on your prayer lines And I know the testimonies Are going to come forth I'm telling you the seed was planted tonight Chains were broken And there's going to be a new harvest coming in I've seen the chains Falling oh, off my sister And it's as, I, as you all were praying for her I've seen all the hurt The pain The old person that was down i seen that die and she raised up new with a new account and glory to god and i'm claiming that for my baby sister because yeah. she yeah. has been through but i've seen it like the old died off, and the new raised up glory to god yeah. and she has yeah. a heart Thank the lord. Jesus.
0: and uh, i believe
1: god's going to use her too she she loves the lord She just was kicked down so much. My sister had her. My sister had her ear. Her her eardrum busted. She was beat when she is pregnant. She's had her elbow broken. She's had guns put to her head. I'm telling you something. That girl's been Ooh through it. And God. out of that, God's gonna birth a warrior that's gonna be able yes. to reach battered women and, and, and yes. have understanding. Yes. A lot yes. of people don't understand what it's like to be a spouse of someone with addiction. That would be another great program because that is something that is very hard. To live and to go through, and that's something that she has been through and her kids. So, glory to God for what He's done tonight, Jennifer. God bless you all. You are prayer warriors, the anointing and the fire is definitely in your bones. And I consider it a privilege and an honor to work with you all. And I'm just gonna give it to you to close out, Jennifer. And I look forward to when I'm on the prayer line again. And I know some of my other people I work with are going to be on the prayer line. They're excited. Glory to God for bringing us all together and branching us out and just working in as a body of Christ. Hallelujah.
2: Yeah. So, dear Heavenly Father,
1: we just thank you for
2: this time, Lord. We thank you that we could all come together and just share our stories, Lord, all for your glory. Father, we thank you that we have that gift to pray for others or we thank you for blessing us with that gift lord we thank you father for speaking to us and speaking through us lord we thank you father for strengthening this this radio station lord and, and for the adoption of baby noah lord we raise up sarah to you father and we just thank you lord for pouring out that glory oil over her family father we thank you for each individual that's on this line today we thank you for the listeners on the broadcast lord We ask you to bless them, Lord. Bless them all the more, Father. We thank you for protecting us, for sending your warring angels to guard and guide us, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your word, for your word is true. Lord, we thank you that you sent Jesus to die for us, to save us of our sins, Father. We thank you for the blood has never lost its power. So we plead the blood of Jesus over this ministry. We plead the blood of Jesus over each individual that's listening and over each individual that's been on the line this evening. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you have done, what you continue to do in our lives daily, Lord, and what you go ahead of us to make a way. Lord, we just love you. We honor you. We give you the praise and all the glory goes to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, everyone, for listening tonight to Reaching Out Radio International. And remember, all the programs are available on demand. It's the same internet uh, link that I share with the flyers. Just click on them and you can listen. 365 days a year, 24 seven glory to God. And you can download them and share the ministries. Praise God. Take, take them to the prisons where they're allowed or, are take them to the nursing homes. People that have no means to maybe get out and go to church. There's so many ways you can be a blessing onto others. And that within itself is an outreach, just getting out and letting people know they matter. That's a ministry within itself, brothers and sisters. As Austin was saying earlier, you don't have to have a title or be it under nobody because in all honesty, we're all called by God, hallelujah, and he has a plan and purpose in all of our lives. So I thank you again, and again, Jennifer's program is going to be airing bi-weekly on Saturdays, and I'm excited to see what God's going to do, and for everyone listening tonight, and you can share too, if you go to the homepage on Blog Talk and just type in Reaching Out Radio, follow us on the homepage where it shows all the on-demand links. It will email you when all the programs are going to be on, and it will help grow the listening audience, because I really want these programs to get out there. That's my heart's desire. But I want to close out with the song tonight, and it's, it's crazy how I love how God works, but Jennifer was speaking out about a song on my heart. The blood will never lose its power. God bless you all, my brothers and sisters. Keep on keeping. Don't back down when God's backing you up. He's got a plan for all your life, and I'm excited to hear the testimonies. You're gonna bring all of us together, Father God, to be used for your glory, to lay hands on the sick that they be healed, Lord God. Lord God, that you be worshiped and lifted up, God. So Lord, I just claim that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'm excited. I feel the spirit. I'm ready to run around my room. I'm ready to shout to my neighbors. And I've been blessed so much tonight that words can't I can't even contain it. Glory to God. Hallelujah.
2: <laughs> yes, Lord. Thank you so much Amen.
1: for for having us, Montel. It, it's oh, such an honey, honor and a blessing. It, it is to me, too. Uh, you're my family in Christ, and I'm excited to see what else God is going to do. And I, I'm just Amen. excited. I can't even contain my joy. I know my sister got a breakthrough tonight. Glory to God. And, devil, yes, I can uh-huh. say you, are a liar. You can kick rocks because we're covered by the blood. We're redeemed, healed, yeah, and right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Really Praise Woo! the
6: Lord. Thank
1: you, Montel, thank you,
6: again and everybody. I love you all. God
1: bless you Good all. Night. Be, praying, be praying about that. Conference
2: now. I will. Good I'll night, everybody. Good night. night. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>